Girls, Christy Shoot here, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode ever of the Rooted Girls podcast. We're so glad you guys are here and so glad you're listening. Today with me, I have a very awesome Rooted leader, Trisha Patterson. Say hey, Trisha. Hey, y'all. How's it going? <laughs> so excited y'all are here today for the podcast. This is going to be so much fun. Yes. Trisha, how about you tell them just a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I've been doing girls ministry for the last six years or so. My heart is teenage girls. I love youth girls. I want them to love Jesus more than anything. And so that's my heart. And so Rooted Girls Ministry is like my jam. I love it. Me too. What do you know? so awesome. (laughs) And then I'm married, been married almost nine years to Sam Patterson. He's a college basketball coach, then have two daughters. So I'm just like all about the girls, having the daughters. Me too. want to raise them up in truth. And so this, yeah, like I said, this is my heart. I'm excited. Girl power. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Tell them something like fun or something they'd be surprised to learn about you surprised to learn about me i don't know uh sorry christy i'll start i'll start you think of something i'll start so some fun facts about me okay well i'm christy as i mentioned in the beginning christy shoot and i also love girls ministry love ministering to girls it's just so fun to be able to use some of my life experiences and things that i've been through in the younger years to kind of help guide and direct younger girls in the season they're in now. And um, I also have a nonprofit ministry organization called Kingdom Kids Homes, and we do work with children in the nation of Haiti right now, which is awesome, super challenging, super fun, and definitely worth it. But um, some fun things about me, I will obviously love Jesus, yeah. <laughs> love my family, love my friends. Um, I love traveling love doing that and I love sunshine and summer I think that's you know how they say Christmas is the greatest time of year I think summer is the greatest time of year for sure (laughs) and um, I also love coffee and jamming out to Taylor Swift oh man (laughs) I love these fun facts okay I'm just gonna piggyback on those sunshine summer my jam yes I know you love that I'm going to spend several weeks at the beach this summer so that's like my happy place (laughs) that's where I want to be is the beach and chai tea lattes every day. Oh, yum. Every single yum. day I have a chai tea latte. <laughs> it's kind of an addiction, but that's my So good. My Iced or hot? Choice. I do hot. Oh, even in even the summertime. In the okay. I do hot. It's weird. That's and awesome. I often get whipped cream on top. So oh, yeah. Not even. Got to have that little dollop. Yeah. <laughs> Give it all to me. I love it. So. That's awesome. Well, again, we're so excited you guys are tuning in to the podcast. You're making history because it's the first episode ever of the Rooted Podcast in Rooted Girls Ministry, in case you don't know, was created just to encourage and equip younger girls, specifically in high school, to have who they are and their identity rooted in Christ. We know there's so many things out there these days that are trying to show you who you should be, what you should mm-hmm. say, how you should dress, who you should hang out with, but all of that can be solved and honestly gets a whole lot simpler when we have who we are rooted in Christ. So that's the point of rooted. And the point of this podcast is just to answer questions from you guys. So over the past couple of years, we've done rooted girls conferences. And at those conferences, we do a breakout session called the panel and girls submit questions anonymously that they want answers to. So we've compiled all your questions from the past couple of conferences, and we have created this podcast in hopes that we can answer 
your questions, especially the ones we haven't gotten to over the years. So we're so excited to kick that off and to start that today. So we can't wait. So here we go. Let's jump on in. So this first episode, um, we're going to talk about hearing the voice of God, which is a super exciting topic. Mm -hmm. And two questions that were submitted off of that um, were a question of how do you know that God is talking to you and it's just not your imagination. Mm -hmm. And then another one um, is how do you detect when God's speaking to you and how can you define that it's his voice and know that it's his voice speaking so clearly. So before we jump in, I want to say, you know, Trisha and I sadly do not know all the answers. I wish. (laughs) That'd be awesome. But sadly, we're not, we're not God. (laughs) Yep. Unfortunately, but we will do our absolute best to answer them based off of our life experiences and what we know, but most importantly, what the Bible says. We'll always try to point you back to biblical truth through what we say. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So can I jump into I was going to say, question? let's dive on into these questions. Okay, awesome. I This is one of my favorite topics, to be honest. Me too. I love it. <laughs> I'm passionate about it. And it is one that I think, especially as a high school girl, you're making so many different decisions. Who am I going to date? What friends am I going to have? Where am I going to go to college one day? And then as you get into college, even bigger decisions, like who am I going to marry? What job am I going to have? All these things. So you want to figure out how to hear the voice of God for those big decisions and for the smaller ones in life. And so my biggest tip for hearing the voice of God, and it might sound boring to some people, is reading the Bible, being in the Word of God. I was recently talking to my mom, who's so wise, and she was like, you know, people always complain about not hearing the voice of God. And so why don't they just open up the Word of God and start reading it out loud? Because that right there is the spoken voice voice. of God. Exactly. And so if you don't know anywhere else to turn, open up the Word of God Spend time every day Mm -hmm. in the Word of God. And that is His voice speaking to you right there, written on pages. And sadly, we don't take advantage of it. I agree. And so we need to be in the Word of God. That's my number one tip. I've got more. (laughs) Yes, how many times do our Bibles just sit on the shelf? It's so crazy that the creator of the universe desires to speak to us. It's not like he doesn't want to talk to us. He wants to know us. He wants us to seek him. He wants us to get in the word. Mm -hmm. And I always say, I don't have kids yet, but I always say the, if there's one thing I could teach my kids when they're older, you know, and pass on some wisdom to them is to delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But the delighting part comes with spending time with God, especially spending time in the word of God, Mm -hmm. getting to know God. So I love that you mentioned that because that is honestly one of the main ways God speaks to us is just through the Bible and getting into that word. And um, I actually um, have an example of that. So that's today we're going to be covering some ways that God speaks to us in the Bible is one of the main ways just through his written word. And I have an example. So about a year ago now, I was kind of going through a discouraging time and mm-hmm. I was praying for something and waiting for something and it, it didn't come. And yeah. kind of one day I thought it was going to come and yeah. then experienced a big disappointment with that when a door was shut. Mm-hmm. And I was just feeling super down and discouraged. And I was kind of like, is this ever going to happen? Yeah. So I just the next morning opened up my Bible and just spent some time with God and randomly open to the book of Habakkuk. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I don't read that book all that often. Yeah, not the most popular. <laughs> it's not like a psalm or something, you know. 
So um, I opened to that book and I opened to Habakkuk 3. And like I said, this was so random. And I don't think I'd ever even read that chapter before. But the verse and the words that were there just jumped out at the page to me. And I actually want to share it. I wrote it yeah. down. Um, it's Habakkuk 3, 17 and 18. And it said, Though the fig tree does not bud, there's no grapes on the vines. Though the olive crop fails, there's no food. Though there's no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in my Savior. He is my strength. He enables me to tread on the heights. And mm-hmm. I read that and I thought, oh my gosh, that was totally God speaking to me yeah. through the Bible, through his written word, because I was feeling so down, so discouraged, yes. waiting on a promise and unsure still when it was going to happen. I just kind of hit a low, yeah. <laughs> a moment of defeat. And I opened up the word and I read that that even though there's no sheep in the pen, no cattle in the stalls, still rejoice in God, put your joy in him, and he is your strength. And that just Mm -hmm. built me up. And I realized in that moment, I was like, this whole situation is going to be okay. God is still with me. Even though I'm not sure when this is going to happen, I'm still going to wait and I'm still going to trust God. He'll be my strength and he'll carry me. And as it says here, he will enable me to tread on the heights. So it was just so cool that. that I was feeling down and discouraged. And I really feel like God used his word to speak to me and to just Absolutely. to say, Christy, it's going to be okay. I've still got you. I'm strengthening yeah. you. Oh, I love that so much. And I've had a lot of experiences like that as well, just at different times in my life. I remember even as a child, like 10, 11 years old, feeling really, really down about some things that were happening in my family and opening up the word of God and he gave me a psalm that totally lifted my spirits. And it was maybe the first time that I really felt like God is so personal and he wants to talk to me right here. Mm -hmm. And his word came alive. And that's what I always pray when I open up the word of God and I'm just asking God, please speak to me. (laughs) I say, Lord, will your Holy Spirit act as a divine highlighter to illuminate what you want to say to me? And he does. He never fails me. Like he will, I will open up the word and all of the sudden it comes to life and something stands out that I never noticed Mm -hmm. before, but it's the word that I needed right then. And he will do that for you on the other side of this podcast. Like open up the word of God and he will speak to you. I know that he will because I've experienced it over and over again. That's so good. Another way I think is really an important way to hear the voice of God is just something I like to call the still small voice. Yes. That's a classic one in my opinion. And to be honest, that's the way I feel like besides through the word of God, God speaks to me most of the time. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, I think, when they think of hearing the voice of God, they're, they're looking for an audible voice, which God can also speak to you through an it. audible voice too. That's probably happened to me only once or twice in my life, but where I've actually felt like I physically heard someone talking and like turned around and been like, whoa, oh, that, wow. wow. It's probably only happened to me once or twice, but the still small voice is honestly the most common way I feel like I hear God leading me, directing me, prompting me in a certain way. And um, most people are like, okay, that's cool. But what's that sound like? Or what is is that? But honestly, it it is hard to describe. But I would describe it as just like a whisper in your soul or in your heart where Mm -hmm. you like get a prompting or you get an idea or you feel like something was just dropped, you know, right there in your heart. And you know it wasn't you. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I feel like I was just told this or I feel like I'm supposed to do this. And you know 
you didn't actually audibly hear a voice and you know you didn't come up with that idea on your own, but it was just God whispering some direction or whispering some comfort, whispering really whatever you need to hear just into your heart in his still yeah. small voice. Man, I love that description, how you said that it just drops yeah. right there. That's exactly how I've experienced that too. One thing that I would say an encouragement to the girls who are like, I really want to experience that. I want to hear God's still small voice. You have to get alone and allow the other voices that are so loud in the world to be drowned out so that you can hear his still small voice. You know, I always joke that I hear from God in the shower. I do too. It's not not a coincidence. It's It's because because, I stopped. Yeah, you stopped. You're alone. You're not on your phone. It's like the one place that you're not distracted by anything else. And so why does God talk to us there? It's because all the other noise is gone. Uh And whenever I've needed to hear from God desperately, I have to withdraw, be by myself. And that is when his still small voice comes so clear and so loud into my heart, into my mind. That's when I know that it's God and it's not my imagination because I've I've drowned out everything uh-huh. else. I've heard his voice and then it aligns with God's word. And that's a check to know like, yes, if totally. it's not my imagination, if it's actually this still small voice. It aligns with God's word. And it's not something that I would have come up with on my exactly. own. You know, it's and, like a God thought. That's what I call it. Yes. And the answer to that question that the Rudy girls had asked, like, how do you know it's not just your yeah. imagination? I think that's the filter I run it through. It's like, okay, I would have never thought of that on my own. So I love right. that you said God speaks to you in the shower because that's honestly the yeah. most common place he speaks to me or just in bathrooms in general. So, so funny. I, I mentioned in the beginning how um, I run an organization called Kingdom Kids Homes and we do work with kids in Haiti. And um, God actually spoke to me through for that through a vision, which is also another way God can speak to yeah. you. But I was in the bathroom blow drying my hair. <laughs> and I think it's just because you're mindless. Yes. Like you're not thinking about a million things. We have so much on our plates these days. Like yeah. you said, we're always on our phones. We always got a million thoughts running through the brain. But when I was blow drying my hair, I'm just kind of there and yeah. just mindless getting my hair dried. Yeah. And I think God's like, okay, she's free. Yes. But finally, I'm going to drop this vision in her heart so when i was doing that god gave me a vision to start kingdom kids homes first orphanage in haiti which we opened a couple years ago now we have 16 kids there but um it's it's so interesting because like god wants to speak to you yeah but you just have to make yourself free and available and like you said Mm -hmm. trisha get alone with god and free up the space for him to speak to you yes and just pray like god I always want you to speak to me i always want you to be directing me i always want you to be giving me guidance so i'm an open space, you know, speak to me, God. So I go back to that question. How do you know it's just not your imagination? When I was blow drying my hair that day, I was not thinking like, how can I help change the kingdom of God? You know, I wasn't thinking anything like that. But um, I had that vision where I saw myself opening an orphanage and all these little kids running in, jumping on their brand new beds. And God dropped that vision in my heart of starting Kingdom Kids Homes, this organization that raises kids up to be the next generation of leaders in other countries. Yes, but I knew like, okay, I don't think I just thought of that one random day when I was blow drying my hair all on my own. You know, so that's a filter I always run it through is like, okay, there's no way I came up with that on my own. And that's how you kind of know like, okay, that was God speaking to me because I don't think 
wobble through my hair. Yeah. I would have thought, let me just create yeah. this. I know. Thing. I always look at the motive behind it. Also, yeah. that's another filter I run it through. Is this selfish? in motive or is it Christ-centered? And if it's Christ-centered or, you know, it it's selfless in some way, that's another filter where I'm like, okay, I know this isn't just driven by me. It's yes. not my imagination or my desires that I'm forcing. Not that God doesn't give us our desires, yes. but when I know that it aligns with God's heart for people, for myself, that's also when I know, okay, this isn't my imagination. This isn't something I'm just trying to create or force. This is from God. And mm-hmm. that helps too. So I know that um, in my life, the different times that I have experienced his voice in this way, there's often been some kind of wrestling in mm-hmm. me, you know, where I'm trying to figure out decisions. That's a little different than just like the random he speaks. Yes. But when I'm wrestling with something and I'm like, God, please, please show me the way mm-hmm. in this, you know, he promises us that he'll speak to us, like turn to the right or to yes. the left. And so... Sometimes we just have to wrestle through things. And eventually, the way that I've experienced knowing, okay, the direction that God is leading me in is often with this spirit of rest. Yes. And when I'm restless or discontent, and not just in like a selfish discontentment, but like a holy discontentment mm-hmm. is kind of what I call it. Like, I know this is from God. I'm not in the right place. Or if I go that way, that's not where God wants me yes. at This restlessness in me, that's also how he speaks to me. Yes. Versus this peace and this rest in a decision, even if it's a hard decision. When he gives me that rest, I'm like, okay, yes. that's what he's telling me to do. Because sometimes it's hard to know in decision making. Oh, definitely. What, what do I do here? He's not giving me the clear voice. Mm-hmm. He gives it to us in our spirits, I think. Yes. What and do you think? And like in the season of life that a lot of our rooted girls in, they're making a lot of decisions. Yeah. Like maybe where should I go to college? Mm-hmm. What should I pursue like career-wise? Yeah. You know, what major am I going to do? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Should I hang out with that group of friends, even simple mm-hmm. things like, should I even go to that party? Is oh, that yeah. going to be good for me? You know, they're trying to discern and decide a lot of things. So I'm sure there's a lot of things that our listeners, our rooted girls want it yes. and need. They're like, I need to hear the voice of God. I need some direction. Yes. And I love how you said you kind of get a feeling mm-hmm. of peace and rest or feeling of just restlessness. Yeah. And I like to call that, that's another way God speaks to us. And I yeah. like to call that him, him speaking through impressions. Like he oh, either I gives like you an impression, impression, which is like a distinctive feeling of okay, I feel good about this. Or yeah, Mm -hmm. this is right. Mm -hmm. Or like me, my stomach always starts to hurt, which is funny. But whenever I feel that unpeace and Mm -hmm. like, oh no, this is something I do not need to do. I always get this feeling in the pit of my stomach. That's like, Christy, you know, this is a no. You know, that is not what I have for you. You know, you need to go away from that. You Mm -hmm. need to not say yes to that. So God, I like to say impressions, but he speaks to us through giving us just a feeling of that peace and like, yeah, I think yeah. I am supposed to do this. And I pray for that specifically. Yes. Like, I pray that God will keep me super sensitive to that mm-hmm. and that he will make it clear in how I feel. Yes. Like, that is a blessing that you get a stomach ache. Yes, I know. God is saying, Christy, no, don't do this. I'm always like, okay, that's not good. Yeah. I got to say no. Yeah. yeah. So My stomach I hurts. <laughs> always, always ask God, like, Shut every door. Don't let this happen. Or make me feel so restless or so like discontent in this that I know this is not the way to go. And he is so faithful in leading us in that way when we're sensitive to it. But I think a lot of us 
desensitize ourselves to hearing from God because we want our way. Uh-huh. And, so and it's that's like, hard. It's like, God, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure that guy's not right for me? Exactly. He's not perfect on paper. I know. <laughs> so we tune God out because we're like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to hear that. Yes. But when we have experienced, well, walking against God's will and seeing when we tune him out, the direction we go, then we're like, oh, no, no, no. There's no other place I'd rather be than right smack dab in yes. the middle of God's will, even if it's hard. Even if it's not what I want. Even if yeah. it's not my desire. You always want to be in the will yes. of God. Exactly. I mean, it is the sweetest, most restful, peaceful place to be. And when you try to force your will in your life, life just... I mean, it's you not going to be good, girl. Yeah, you will be in Emotionally, <laughs> mentally, physically. Yes. I mean, every part of life just goes haywire when you're not walking in the will yes. of God. It's the best place to be, girls. I always say, even if it's hard, I always want to obey what God is leading, yes. what he's telling me to do. I always want to obey his voice, even yeah. though in newsflash, <laughs> that's not always going to be fun. No. That's not always going to be what you would choose, and that's not always going to be easy. But like Trisha yeah. said... You don't want to be walking outside yeah. of the will of God. That would be a very, very scary place to be. It, for sure. Totally, totally. And like you said, what guy today? Or I think yes. you mentioned that uh-huh. real quickly. That's when I started dating Sam, my husband. I spent so much time in prayer because I wanted to make sure that it was what God wanted. And I'm so thankful that I did. And there were moments that I was like, I'm not sure. I don't know. And then I went by myself and prayed and asked God. And he led me and he said, yes, Mm -hmm. this is a good relationship you can stay in. There were other times in my life when I prayed about different relationships And he said, no, get out of that, Trish. And I didn't want to, but I obeyed him. And I'm so grateful because it led me to the right person. Yes, exactly. And so I've had experiences like that too, where usually it's a no. And I'm like, are you sure? (laughs) Like I, I plan in how this is going to go. And it seems pretty good to me. Are you sure God? But God is always, he always has our best in mind and he's always protecting us. Mm -hmm. And like Trisha said, keeping you for the right person or the yes. right thing. So so we've covered a couple ways God speaks to us. So we've mentioned the still small voice, which that one I want to encourage you guys, don't overcomplicate that. Yes. Don't be like, was that God or no? Like, And if you are, maybe like, I think God dropped that in my heart. I think he whispered that to me, but I'm not sure. I would encourage you to pray for confirmation. That's yeah. what I always do. I always say, God, if that was you, or if that is something you want me to do or something you were speaking to me, give me a sign or give me more direction. Keep speaking that to my soul over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes God uses other people. And that's another way I want to hit on today is he uses other people to speak Mm -hmm. his words to us. God drops something in their heart and says, hey, go tell Trisha, this is what I have for her. Or go tell so-and-so, this is what's coming. And I think that's so cool. And so many times in my life has God confirmed what I thought I heard through somebody else. So quick story on that. I mentioned how God dropped that vision in my heart to start Kingdom Kids Home, start this orphanage. That was when I was 18. So really, your guy's age, yeah. you know, not not old I at all. I love that. And yes, and um, I was like, holy smokes, <laughs> this is a big thing. Like, I definitely needed some confirmation on that one. And I was freaked out because that was a huge task. So I was like, okay, God, yeah. just keep confirming that in my heart. Yeah, give me a sign. Show me that this is what you're actually calling me to do. So I went on a missions trip to Haiti after my 
for freshman year of college when God gave me that vision because I was like, I should probably go to Haiti yeah. if God's called me to start something there. So I went, and um, on that missions trip, I didn't have like a huge earth-shattering moment. I, I kind of pictured I'd be like holding a child and <laughs> the clouds would like crash oh. together and God would be like, this is it. You know, sadly, shocker, that, that didn't happen. But um, God did confirm it through another girl that was on my team. Her name was Hannah. And one night we were having a night of prayer with our team and our team leader said, pray and ask God to give you a word for somebody else. And if he does, just go start praying for them and give to them whatever God lays on your heart for them. So I felt like God was telling me to go pray for Hannah, but he didn't give me any specifics. I was like, okay, I'm just to go pray for her, but like what? You know, so I just went over to her and kind of obeyed that prompting that I felt God dropping in my heart, you know, yeah. with the still small voice. And I just prayed like a general prayer because I didn't have any specific direction. But I started praying for her. And then when I was done, she said, Christy, it's so crazy that you came over here and started praying for me because this whole time I've been sitting here, God has been giving me so many things to tell you. Wow. And she said, I've been reading the first chapter of Jeremiah and I feel like that's your chapter because he's young and God puts a huge call on his life and he says he'll be with him. So I feel like God is wanting me to tell you whatever God's calling you to do, this big thing he's put on your heart that seems so scary and overwhelming and you don't know how it's going to happen, that he will be with you. He will give you every place you step your foot. He's going to open doors. She had no clue that Whoa. like six months before God gave me this huge vision to start this ministry in an orphanage That's in Haiti. Awesome. So crazy. So I was just in shock. And I said, Hannah, you don't even know how much that was God speaking through you because she had no idea, again, that I had this huge dream and burden on my heart and call to start this ministry in Haiti. And I said, here's what God told me to do six months ago. And I kind of told her, and she was like, wow. you know that's that, So, so cool. it totally was God yeah. speaking through her and confirming something he had already put on my heart. So God can speak to you through that still small voice, but if you're like, God, was that it? Or I'm not sure. Right. Just pray for him to keep confirming it in your heart. Or maybe like he did for me, you know, he'll send somebody along that speaks life into you and says, hey, God told me this about you. Yeah. And make sure it's someone that, you know, you can trust yeah. and not just a random, you know, Absolutely. person, someone that is following the Lord and yeah. um, someone who's trustworthy. But it's so cool that God can even put people in our path 100%. to speak. Absolutely. And that's something for sure God has done in my life. And sometimes it's not totally random. Like they come up to me. Sometimes yes. I have to seek them out. Yes. The mentors in my life, the godly counsel, those spiritual um, disciplers in my life. When I am confused about something or I feel like I got a word from God, I'll go to them and check with them and say, okay, what do you think about this? I think God has spoken this to me. And they will either affirm it or say, ah, I'm not sure, Trish, and talk through it with me. And so having those people in your life, the godly counsel, those mentors, it's so important. So important. And it's different than your friends. Yes. These are older people, wiser people who've walked through experience, and they can guide you in a way that your friends can't. And so I would really encourage you, find those people in your life who can be that for you, who can be the godly counsel you need when you're confused because it's hard um, making all the decisions mm-hmm. in life and not knowing what to do if you don't have others walking with you and helping guide you because God uses those people big time. For sure. And I'm so thankful we have a God that does guide us and speak to us because I would hate to try to discern and exactly. find my way through life alone. Yes. Like So thank God that we have God and we don't have to do it alone and that we can get in his word and seek him for direction. We can discern off of an impression or feeling we have Mm -hmm. like 
God, is this you? I feel such a peace. Okay, I feel restlessness about this. I don't feel good about this. That still small voice. I just want to encourage you to not overcomplicate that one. Yeah. A lot of times I think people are like, well, I don't know. Like right. I got this feeling. It's like usually, like we've said, mm-hmm. if it's something that you know you wouldn't have came up with or that was yeah. just totally random yeah. or just this feeling. Normally for me, it's just like a feeling mm-hmm. where something is almost like leaping inside of me. And I'm just like, this is it. Or yeah. this is what God is telling me to do. Yeah. Um, so don't overcomplicate that one. And yeah. if you're unsure, you know, pray and ask God to send some kind of confirmation or pray and ask him, just keep putting that on my heart. Just mm-hmm. keep speaking to me again. And um, I think we mentioned, but you definitely got to get in the word of God. Yes. Because it's hard. Just think about your friends. It's hard to really know your friends and like know their tendencies and to know what they're all about and to know what they're going to say, to recognize their voice if you don't spend any time yeah. with them. Same with God. If you're not spending time with God, you're not in the word, you're not getting alone with him so he can speak, it's going to be really hard for you to recognize his voice when he does. Yeah, totally. You know, I've sat down with a lot of girls who are like, God is not speaking to me. And I said, it's kind of like if you say your friends aren't texting you, yes. but you're just not opening up the messages that are so in good. your phone. It's like, look, there are all these texts for all these people, but you, you're saying they're not talking to you because you're not opening it up. That's the same thing with God's word. It's like, God's not talking to me. Well, open up the word. The word yes. And you'll see all these messages he has for you right there. So true. And so, girls, these are just easy. They seem easy. It's hard sometimes yes. to walk this out. But truly, like Christy has said over and over again, God desires so much to speak to you. He's so personal. He wants to meet you right where you are. He wants to comfort you. He wants to guide you. And he will just seek him out in his voice more than any other voice Mm -hmm. in this world. And that's hard because there's so many voices. There's so many influences. But we want to just encourage you guys today to listen, seek out God's voice, and then listen to his voice above all the rest. And you'll be okay. Trust us. (laughs) Well, we're going to start wrapping up here, but we hope you girls just got something out of hearing the voice of God. If you ever have any farther questions or thoughts on something we said, we want to hear from you. Email us. Rooted Girls Men, that's rootedgirlsmin at gmail.com. Shoot us an email or we all use Instagram. Shoot us a direct message at Rooted Girls Ministry with your thoughts, farther questions you have on this podcast. We want to be a resource for you guys. That's why we started the podcast. We want to help you guys out. So definitely message us if you have any follow-up questions or thoughts. And we're excited. We're starting to drop these podcasts the first and third Friday of every single month. So mark your calendars. We'll have a new episode of the Rooted Girls podcast on the first and third Friday of the month. And next episode, we have another special Rooted leader who will be with us. You have to wait to see who that is. But we're going to be talking about how we deal with conflict in a healthy way in friendships, which I think even at an adult level that's something we have to still deal with but especially in high school especially in a younger season of life sadly drama and conflict is kind of unavoidable (laughs) so we're going to talk about how to deal with that in a healthy way so mark your calendar for that that'll be the third friday of this month we can't wait to dive on into that topic it's awesome girls thanks for listening i'm so glad i got to be a part thanks chris thanks for having us and as always if you have any questions that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast just shoot us a direct message on instagram email us we're here for you we love you guys we hope you have a great week thanks for tuning in bye